Now, our next story is a fine example of the old adage, better late than never. Claire Libraries was undoubtedly very surprised when it recently received a book which it had originally loaned out nearly 70, yes, that's right, 7070 years ago. For more on this very unusual story, we're joined by the county librarian with Clare Libraries, Helen Walsh. Helen, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Anne. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm very well and uh, bemused and very curious, as I'm sure our, our listeners are, to, to hear uh, the background to all of this. Um, I suppose b- before we get into the meat and bones of it, the book itself, which the person has surely read cover to cover about a million, time, <laughs> a million times since it was originally loaned out. What, what, what is the book in question? It's called The Tinsel Hero and it's a book by Molly Waring. Now, it was a pseudonym she used. Um, she also writes under the name of Mary Faulkner and she's an American author um, and um, she was very popular in the mid-1950s, early, early 1960s. Um, so it's kind of the literary fiction of the time, so akin to kind of a Maeve Binchy or a Deirdre Purcell, those sort of authors. Okay, well, uh, yeah, she was very popular in around the time when this book was originally uh, taken out. Um, I'm sure that Molly Waring couldn't have possibly conceived that someone would enjoy her work so much the book would be held on to for nearly 70 years. So uh, g- give us more more background to this. The book was, was borrowed I in 1955? In 1955, it's a hardback book. Um, in those days, obviously, there was no kind of ISBNs or anything, so obviously catalogue cards did exist for it somewhere in some library. Um Probably books like that then just fall out of use really and sit on shelves even within our own libraries as kind of books of a certain era. So I don't know whether this uh, kind of went into storage or was forgotten about or was found under a bed, but I got it to the post from the Cork uh, Library and Art Service on Tuesday and opened it up, saw the date on it and said, oh my God, um, it was in fairly good condition. And actually books of hers, I just checked on, a- on Amazon can still be bought, but they're also kind of more bought for collector's items. Uh, so she must have been a fairly good author in her day. And um, I was pleasantly surprised then it finally made its way back to us. And uh, I just mentioned we, we have a, a good PR element within our own library service. And I just, one of the girls said, we put it up and just see how people react. So um, that was it really, that's the background. Mm, and uh, you see, the person who, who who borrowed it, Helen, they were doing you a favour. They knew if they held on to it long enough to keep it in good condition, it would become a collector's items <laughs> rather, <laughs> rather than loads of other people borrowing yeah. it and, ru- and eventually yeah. ruining it. Well, what was your reaction when you saw it? I mean, in, in terms of late uh, returns yeah. that you've seen yeah. over the years. Yeah, I suppose I, I was, you know, you do see in other library services ones that do kind of make their way back after a certain period of time. Uh, this length of time is, is is substantial really compared to kind of late returns and we don't fine anymore. So the idea of libraries fining for books that are outstanding, we did a calculation on it and we figured it was, the late fee was one penny a week. So if you're looking at 3,536 weeks since it was first issued, <laughs> you're looking at around 35.36 Irish pounds, which in today's currency is around 44.55 euros. So it's not a huge amount. Um, but um, yeah, it was interesting just to kind of make the connection as to how, how much would have been due on it. And I suppose that was part of the reason why people sometimes didn't um, leave back books because of the fines. It was kind of a barrier to, you know, if you lost a book, even a child losing a book, um, you know, it could be quite um, hefty, the fines that you would end up paying. Um, so, um, but in this case, 1955, there were very small fines. So when you convert back into what were, what, 
you know, our currency is at the moment. It wasn't such a huge amount. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was great to get it anyway, and uh, it was a real novelty, novelty item. And I thought it was quite telling. The title was the Tinsel Hero, so it, obviously I haven't read the book, but you'd imagine there must be some element of Christmas involved in it <laughs> um, with that title. And interesting, and I'm sure the listeners as well, um, very interested to hear how much the fine would have equated to in uh, modern money, because I'm sure one when all of us heard library book returned after nearly seventy years. You know, people are thinking you nearly have to apply to your bank for a loan to pay off the uh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the the fines on it, but uh, yeah. fairly small. I, I suppose a lot of books, because as you say, the fines would have been minimal, might have gone missing yeah. over the years. Were you able to get any further background as to who uh, borrowed it? Because as you say, it came from from Cork. Was this a Clare person yeah. who eventually moved down there? Was it passed down yeah. through lots of hands over the decades? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to follow up um, and there was no reference on it with regard to, there's only kind of just um, a little kind of note to say return to the service, but nobody had signed it or anything. So I didn't get a chance actually to doing anyone in Cork um, who actually did just send it through. They sent it through without, you know, naming themselves. So I don't know what the story is. Um, It could have been a clear out of a house that sometimes happens. So if someone has passed on and there's substantial books in a house, someone could be just sifting through them and then realise it's carrying the Clare Clare Library um, date stamp on it and would then obviously send it back. Uh, So I think it could have come from that sort of setup, I would imagine, really, rather than someone just suddenly waking up someday and realising they had this book for that length of time sitting on a shelf somewhere. Um, So I'd be more likely to think it was maybe through someone sifting through a lot of maybe old books or something and came across it. Well, the book is still in good condition, as you say. It's in very good condition, yeah. And in terms of other late returns that you've seen, would there be anything that would compare in terms of years or...? Not really, to be honest. Um, I haven't really seen anything. I suppose we had a very strong campaign with regard to return of books in Clare. I mean, I worked in Devalera Library between 1993, and I know we were charging substantial fines compared to other local authorities. So people really did bring back their books because the fines were so hefty. You would have some other local authorities, the fines wouldn't have been so um, so high at the time. And maybe then they suffered um, more loss with regard to books not coming back. Um, but I'm, I'm not aware of one as old as this coming back into a service. So what happens with uh, this book now, with uh, The Tinsel Hero by Molly Waring? Does it go straight back out onto the shelves? or No, no. I, I, I would imagine there's probably no readership for her, to be honest, you know, at this stage. Um, what we will do is we'll certainly catalogue it and we'll add it to our stock, but it probably might go into our local studies uh, collection rather than um, out onto our shelves. Even the look of it, it's a very small book. So the modern books are kind of, you have large print format for books or you have a, you have a paperback or you have a, a hardback. So it's it's small compared to, it'd be lost on a shelf now sitting beside, let's say, a Maeve Binchy, which is quite a bulky book. It would just look very kind of unusual to find it on the shelf. So I think it's more, um, it's better served putting into an, in, into our local studies section. Yeah, I think that the least that book deserves uh, after being uh, out of the library for nearly 70 years is to be decommissioned or, or yeah, retired, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, and just yeah. on, on late fees, Helen, you, you know, the, the fees, as you mentioned there, back in the day would have been so minimal that a lot of people wouldn't have seen it as much of a deterrent. We know n- now know that late fees are no longer charged if you're mm. late returning your library books. Is that the reason the late fees were done away with because they weren't um, uh, onerous yeah, enough to, to discourage people from taking books I, out for too long? 
I think the direction it went in really was that there should be no barriers with regard to accessibility to public libraries and that they were a very strong resource for community, particularly around literacy and children. Children can lose books quite a bit um, for various reasons. So it was felt like that pretty that young reading age that we're trying to encourage them you know, but by whatever means to actually read. Um, so therefore, the decision was made nationally just to just get rid of fines. It was too much of a barrier, really. Um, to, and we have free membership as well. So your local library is both free for membership and free for fines, which maybe a lot of people aren't aware of because I think people who grew up during a certain era would probably still think libraries are very quiet places and, you know, they're, they're not animated in the level to which they are animated nowadays. And lots of activities um, take place in libraries. So we still have the odd people coming in, the odd person coming in thinking, no, they have to be quiet. You don't have to be quiet in the library anymore. There's so much action happening with the various age groups. And remember, half of all of our membership are children and teens. So we like you can't maintain, you know, quietness in an environment like that. But yeah, the whole emphasis was really that there should be no barriers with regard to the use of your, your public library. Yeah, I can certainly testify um, uh, based on my local library that they're a hub of activity and it's not just books, it's all sorts yeah. of stuff that you can uh, loan out, be it DVDs and music and lots more besides. Yes. Yeah. Great place to bring children as well, I must say, uh, as I do with mine. Um, Helen, a very curious story, a very interesting one. Um, uh, 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 thank you so much for joining us to uh, tell us about it. Okay, thank you, Alan. That's uh, Helen Walsh, County Librarian with Clare Libraries, telling us about the Tinsel Hero by Molly Waring, which has finally, finally found its way home. The prodigal daughter of that book, borrowed in 1955 and returned in January of 2024.